brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Medium Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. Also, check out www.abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. Hello, boxing fans out there. I'm Mark Ames, and welcome to another edition of the Abrams Boxing Show. Uh, we have two good guests for you. We'll have Dylan Price, who scored a unanimous decision win. We'll get to that, his fight in a minute. And also, the former two-division world champion, Danny Garcia, who's uh, looking to hopefully win a world title at middleweight. So we'll, he talked to us about that. So we will get into that in a few minutes. But first things first, let's uh, take a step backwards. So this past Saturday night, Pomona, California, live on the zone. Luis Neri scored a terrific 11th round stopping over Azat Hovanesian uh, in a fight that could be the clubhouse leader for fight of the year. 11th round stoppage. Both guys uh, slugged away at each other for the better part of uh, 11 rounds. Uh, Neri took control and in round, round 11, he rocked Hovanesian, then dropped him, rocked him again. The fight was stopped at 151. Neri uh, goes to 34 and 1 with 26 knockouts. Hovanesian was 21 and 4 with 17 knockouts and this WBC Super Bantamweight elimination bout. Just a, a great fight that was uh, just, uh, like I said, could be the clubhouse leader right now for fight of the year. Saturday afternoon in Nottingham, England, Mauricio Lara won the WBA Featherweight Championship with a one punch left hook knockout over former champion, now former champion, Lee Wood. Wood now 26 and 3. 16 knockouts. Laura, 26, 2 and 1 with 19 knockouts. Wood was in control of the fight until the two fighters tried to exchange left hooks. Bronco, Laura's fight, uh, left hook just landed first, landed uh, harder, put Wood on his back. And uh, then there's you know some controversy in the sense that Ben Davidson, the uh, the trainer for Lee Wood threw in the towel with just six seconds to go in the round. Laura, for his part, was in the middle of the ring. He didn't stay in the neutral corners, so the ref should have at least pushed him back. Maybe would have bought Wood a couple extra seconds. But nonetheless, Mauricio Laura is your new WBA featherweight champion. And uh, now it could be a rematch, maybe a third fight with Josh Warrington. Uh, there was a post-fight incident where Laura actually laughed and, and admitted that he spit on Warrington, which is, uh, you know, pretty pretty out there for, for a guy to do that and kind of laugh and admit to it. Uh, the co-feature saw Dalton Smith go, uh, remain undefeated, go to 14-0, scored a 12-round MS decision over Billy Allington. Allington now 10-2-4, scores are 121-07, 119-109, 119-108. -109. Next up for Dalton Smith will be a uh, fight with Sam Maxwell, who fought and won on the undercard. Also, uh, unbeaten uh, light. Lightweight Gary Cully, who's a big kid, about six foot three, 16 and 0, 10 knockouts now as he took out Wilfredo Flores in round two of their WBA Intercontinental uh, uh, fight. Flores uh, just uh, he was just overmatched. Cully's a guy, 16 and 0, 10 knockouts, is a guy to look forward uh, on watching and watching his development as he develops into a contender. Undefeated cruiserweight Siobhan Clark went the distance for the first time, went the 5-0 as he scored a 10-round decision over Israel Duffy, scores a 98-88, 98-88 uh, again, and 98-90. And in an upset, 
that kicked off the zone part of the card. Diego Ruiz, 24-6-1, uh, won a 10-round, a wide 10-round unanimous decision over Camille Yafai. Yafai now 19-3 and 11 knockouts. Scores were 98-89, 97-90, and 97-91 for Diego Ruiz. Also on the zone, really wasn't publicized that much, but you know I got a chance to see it. 44-year-old former two-division world champion, middleweight, super middleweight, Felix Thurm, now campaigning as a light heavyweight, took a 10-round unanimous decision over Sakru Atai. Um, it actually was a close fight, 97-95, 96-94. Fine with that, but 99-91, a little wide for my liking in that fight. Uh, in the co-feature, the first time since 2019, former WBA super middleweight champion Tyron Zuge took out Michael Robb in the first round of their fight. Zuge is you know, still just 30 years old. Time was 233, so let's see uh, – if he can become a factor again in the super middleweight division. Uh, Friday night, Showbox, a new generation, live from Topeka, Kansas, saw our drill Holmes go to 13 0s. He took a 10 round split decision from Ismael Villarreal. Villarreal now 12 and 1. Uh, scores are 97 93, 96 94 for Holmes, 96 94 for Villarreal. In a very exciting fight, our guest from last week, Edward Vasquez, won a 10 round, an eight round, uh, excuse me, 10 round split decision over Misael Lopez. Scores are 96 93, 95 94 for Vasquez, 95 94 for Lopez. A third round knockdown by uh, Vasquez was the difference in that 95 94 uh, scorecard. Also in the opener, Former uh, NCA running back Kurt Scooby took out John Manu in four rounds. Uh, four, he dropped him four times in two rounds. Uh, did Kurt Scooby? He's now eleven oh nine knockouts. Manu from Australia falls to seven one one. He's a, he's an athlete. Went to Fresno State and Azusa Pacific as a running back, uh, seventy five pounds uh, over his fighting weight. So uh, he's got to look out for is Kurt Scooby. Saturday night in Chester, PA, Dylan Price. Uh, and I was lucky enough to call the fight live on ProfitsPlus.com. Dylan Price went to 16-0 with 10 knockouts as he won a 10-round uh, unanimous decision over Joe Burt Alvarez. Alvarez now 25-2, seven knockouts. Captured the WBO Global, WBC Intercontinental title. Scores were 100-90, 98-92 twice for Dylan Price. Uh, there, uh, there were a lot of celebrities in the house that night uh, to watch Dylan Price. One of them was the former welterweight and junior welterweight champion of the world, Danny Garcia. I had a chance to catch up with him and, uh, with him and uh, get, get a couple minutes, and this is what he had to say. Danny Garcia just saw Dylan Price. Uh, good, vic- good victory. He picked up a couple bantamweight titles, move up in the rankings. What were your thoughts? Great victory. I thought he won every round. The guy, what, the guy didn't come to fall. I'll tell you that much. He came to fight, so... Definitely a learning experience. Definitely a fight you need to go to the next level. Like I said, I thought he won every round. And these are the fights you need to, to build yourself up to a champion. You, you, when you sit there and look at that, he's on his way up. You're, you, know, you remember when you are fighting for those regional belts and, and, and how much that meant to you? Definitely. I always tell people this. The, the best part about everything is the journey. The journey, making your way up to the top from the amateurs, that's the best thing about boxing and any journey. You know, the, the funnest part is the journey. So this is the part you always remember. This is the hungriest part of your life when you're coming up. Real quickly about you. I know you're looking to maybe come back in the spring. Is, is that what the rumors are? I don't think it's the spring. I'll, Summer. I would love the spring. Like, May's possible. May's possible. You know, early, early June. I don't want to wait till July. I'm not trying to be like on another year layoff. 
I know after the last fight, you're looking at Laura, maybe stay 54. What, 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 what's, uh, is there anyone like kind of on the radar? No, I definitely want to fight Laura. That's the fight I want. I want to fight Laura at 155 for the middleweight title. I'm, I'm, my goal is to be a, a three-division world champion, and I think that's a great fight for me. What, what kind of feedback have you got from the powers that be for to maybe to see if that fight's possible? I, the fight is very possible. You know, we're both with PVC. It's an easy fight to be made. You know, I don't complain. He wants to fight. I want to fight. I think there's the only um, the only issue was like WBA uh, mandatory him to fight Triple G. So I gotta wait. I gotta wait for what goes on for that. But other than that, I think the fight should be made. It's an easy fight to be made. Both both teams want it, and let's let's make it happen. That does happen. Is there is there a plan B in the back of your mind? Well, I never I never have a plan B, but my plan. My plan, B, my plan B is to make plan A work. That's, that's a good way to look at it. Danny, always a pleasure seeing you, especially out supporting the, young, the younger fighters. Uh, so it's one thing we have in Philadelphia, all the, all the guys are out. Julian was out, Paul was out, you're out. It's good seeing you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sure, this what this keeps me hungry. You know, that's what keeps me hungry. Uh, seeing other guys, other young guys, hunger makes me hungry, and it, that's what motivates me, so let's do it. Well, best of luck, and we'll see you. For sure, thank you. Speaking of young guys, the winner of the main event, Dylan Price, now world-ranked in the WBO and the WBC, uh, won these two regional belts. And uh, this is what the the, the young uh, Bantamweight contender had to say. Just moments after Dylan Price wins the WBO Global WBC Intercontinental titles. Uh, tough fight there. That was, that was a tough guy. He was tough. He definitely was tough. Uh, I just want to thank my Heavenly Father, Yahuwah, for both of us making it out of the ring safely and uh, back to the drawing board and work on the things I need to work on. We were uh, talking about, especially early, how well you were going to the body. Was that the game plan? Yeah, that was the game plan. Definitely go to the body early, try to bake them, break them down and stop them in the later rounds, but he was tough. This fight, in a way, reminded a little bit of the last fight with Correll, where you hit him with so many punches, but for whatever reason, he wasn't going anywhere. After like maybe six, seven rounds, did you just say to yourself, you know what, may, may, the knockout may not be here tonight, and just, just try to you know finish strong and, and have a good performance? Uh, no, my dad was still telling me to press on uh, to try to get the knockout, but he just was tough. But I could have did a little bit more, though. I could have did a little more. Well, well, your big brother, Nate Campbell, kept calling for the uppercut. You didn't feature the uppercut as much in this fight. Uh, uh, I definitely should have been throwing the uppercut more and the overhand. I was relying on the left hook a lot because I seen he had the hand down, but I should have been mixing it up a little bit more. But it is what it is. Back to the drawing board. Now with these two belts, uh, you figure to crack the top 10, hopefully, in the WBC and the, the WBO. Uh, what type of fight and maybe when would you like to get back out there? Uh, I like to get back, what is it, February, like around May, June. I like to get back in the ring and, and um, get back in there, maybe fight for another title, the IBF. Yeah. You see this type of opponent or maybe something a little bigger, something a little better. Uh, I just want to keep climbing one step at a time. So. Were you surprised they, every time you'd hit him with a good barrage of punches? He came back. He, he came to win tonight. Yeah, he definitely came to win. Uh, I wasn't surprised, though. I knew he was going to be a tough fighter. Uh, he's a veteran, so shout out to him. And uh, I'm just glad we both made it out the ring safely tonight. And you got a guy who had a record of 21-4. and four. Now you have him on your record. Uh, what do you want to say to the fans in closing? Uh, to the fans, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank everybody that came out. I appreciate y'all. And until uh, next time. Building a little home here in Chester, Pennsylvania, at the Elevations Event Center. Dylan Price still undefeated now, 16-0. and 0. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Thank you. There you have it, Dylan Price, 16-0, 10 knockouts. Uh, 
Moving up the rankings in the WBO, the WBC has a new uh, quarterman in Nonito Donaire, who was in Chester, PA, running the corner or help uh, run the corner with David Price and uh, Wade Hannon. A good team that they have going there. Uh, junior welterweight Greg Outlaw won an eight-round emphasis over Willie Shaw. That headline, a big 13-fight card, Jetter Promotions. All you know, Maryland in Hanover, Maryland on Saturday night. It starts Wednesday night, Pro Box uh, TV and Pro Box uh, on their web- website. Uh, they'll feature Manuel Gallegos, 20 and 116 knockouts, taking uh, take on Richard Vachin, uh, 13 and 0, uh, six knockouts in a super middleweight bout. Uh, Thursday, the zone will have popular super flyweight Scrappy John Ramirez, 10 and 0, eight knockouts. He's knocking on the door of a world title shot. Taking on Luis Padilla, 15-3, two, two knockouts from the Fantasy Springs Resort in Indio, California. Friday night, I'll be behind the mic, bxngtv.com. 42-year-old former uh, world champion Guillermo Rigondeaux, 20-3, 13 knockouts. We'll be back in the ring for the first time in a year when he takes on Jesus Martinez, 33-17-1, and one, uh, 16 knockouts. That'll be the 10-round main event at Hialeah Park in South Florida. Uh, again, bxngtv.com. Saturday Showtime is a triple header that will feature, I think, going to be an, another terrific fight. Subriel Matias, 18-1, 18 knockouts, takes on Jeremias Ponce, 30-0, 20 knockouts for the vacant IBF 140-pound world title fight. Uh, Elvis Rodriguez against uh, Jeremy uh, against uh, Joseph Adorno and Jamal James against Alberto Palmetta are uh, the three fights on that card this Saturday live on Showtime. Sunday, Jake Paul, 8-0, 4 knockouts, gets his long-awaited fight against Tommy Fury. Fury, uh, uh, Fury 8-0-4 knockouts, Paul 6-0-4 knockouts. That place will take it place on ESPN Plus pay-per-view uh, at 2 p.m. Eastern time, 49-99. Uh, WBC Cruiserweight champion Alanga Makabu, 29-2, 25 knockouts. Defends his title against Badu Jack, 27-3-3-16 knockouts. Uh, so uh, you look for look for that. And uh, Mauricio Suleiman said that should Jake Paul win on Sunday, he will be ranked in the WBC. So uh, be uh, v- very interesting uh, the feedback. Should Jake Paul win, uh, you know some of the the boxing purists may go crazy come next WBC uh, ratings period. I like Jake Paul to win the fight. By the way, I like Matias as well. Uh, Saturday night. That's going to be a terrific fight. Looking forward to a big weekend of boxing. Like I said, I'll be Friday night. Uh, I'll be in um, I'll be in uh, Florida for rigging. Actually, Thursday night's a card on uh, Boxing Insider uh, Boxing Insider YouTube page. New York, I'll be there as well. So I'll be there. Uh, you know, 15rounds.com, Abrams Boxing. I'm everywhere. So uh, look out for all the uh, all the coverage on Abrams Boxing uh, YouTube and 15rounds.com. So news items of the week, former unified super featherweight champion, Michaela Mayer gets back in action. She's going to take on a uh, former two-time 140-pound uh, champion, Christina Lenartado, 14-2-6 and two, six knockouts. That will take place on April 15th at the Copper Box Arena. That will support the big Joe Joy's Jaylee Zhang heavyweight tussle. That will be live on ESPN+. Plus. Um <clears throat> Gilberto Zerto Ramirez will take on Gabriel Rosado in a 12-round light heavyweight matchup on March the 18th. That fight will take place at the Walter Pyramid in Long Beach, California. Co-feature will see uh, former world champion Joseph Jojo Diaz take on uh, former world title challenger Mercedo Hesta in a 12-round lightweight bout. 
Uh, BLK Prime announced the cancellation of the Adrian Broner-Michael Williams fight that was scheduled to take place on uh, actually this weekend when uh, Williams uh, had his jaw broken uh, in a late sparring session. They're looking for maybe a date in April in April for uh, for Broner to come back, not necessarily Michael uh, Williams Jr. I don't think will be the opponent. WBA lightweight champion Gervonta Davis pleaded guilty to four traffic offenses in a hit-and-run case. Uh, Davis entered the pleas in Baltimore uh, about a week ago, and it looks like he'll be sentenced on um, May the 5th. So that will pave the way for the announcement, which, you know, by the time you watch this, hopefully they'll announce the April 15th mega showdown between Gervonta Davis and Ryan Garcia. So hopefully – you know, that, that fight gets made. Depending on what you read, the fight's either very close to being done or, you know, could be done. They're just waiting for a couple of loose ends to tie up. So we will see um, <clears throat> we, we will see uh, what happens with Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia. Crossing my fingers because I'll be out there if it happens. Uh, on March 25th, the aforementioned David Benavides Kale Plant, uh, big fight happening. They announced a, a real good undercard. I'm, I'm going to be out there on, on, on March the 25th at the MGM Grand Garden in Las Vegas. Jesus Ramos, uh, 19-0, takes on Joey Spencer, 16-0. Uh, also, Chris Colbert, the former interim world champion, 16-1, six knockouts, taking on Jose Valenzuela, 12-1, eight knockouts, as well as Cody Crowley, uh, the highly ranked welterweight, 21-0, nine knockouts, taking on Abel Ramos in the uh, televised opener. That's going to be a, a terrific show, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting out to Las Vegas. We'll be podcasting, live podcasting all week from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, uh, get all the fighters on the card. Uh, usually when PBC has big fights, a lot of their fighters are roaming around the hotel, roaming around the media room to do interviews. So we're going to be doing a, a lot of special shows from maybe Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of fight week. And then uh, Saturday, uh, you know, we'll probably be providing some live content as well on Abrams Boxing on YouTube. Uh, top rank announced that ESPN Plus will stream the April 8th world title doubleheader from Tokyo, Japan. Uh, the main event is high is a light flyweight unification bout between Kenshiro Taraji taking on uh well he's a WBC and WBO champ taking WBO champ Jonathan Labamba Rodriguez that will be uh you know one of those fights that you got to get up at like four o'clock in the morning uh to uh, uh to watch and I'll be up there's a good fight Jonathan Gonzalez and uh, and uh, Kenshiro Taraji is going to be a, a terrific fight. After uh, three postponements of the WBO Junior welterweight world title fight rematch between reigning champion Josh Taylor and Jack Catterall, that's been tabled because the WBO now has um, has uh, now ordered Josh Taylor to start negotiation with former undisputed lightweight world champion uh, Tiafimo Lopez for that fight this summer. So that's going to be an interesting fight as well. I mean, especially if the fight takes place overseas in uh, in the, the the UK, which you know Lopez, I think, has said he'll he'll go there to, to fight Josh Taylor. So all those people who are down on Tiafimo Lopez. He he's stepping right back into the fire, you know, after the couple fights that he's had at 140 pounds, uh, you know, uh, his last fight against Sandor Martin, and now he's going to get. It looks like he's going to fight 
for the uh, for the WB 140 pound world championship uh, title. Samson uh, Boxing and Paco Presents have signed featherweight Christian Olivo Barada, 20017 knockouts, and lightweight Omar Super Salcedo Gamez, 16011 knockouts to multi year promotional contracts. The movie expected to open up. Uh, Opportunities for them to fight on some PBC card as uh, Samson does a, a lot of business with the uh, Al Heyman and Premier Boxing Champions. The WBO uh, has announced a February 23 uh, mandate, a purse bid for the mandatory title between Kazuto Ioka and former flyweight champion Junto Nakatani. However, the reports uh, saying that uh, Ioka will instead, and then he'll rematch Joshua Franco who uh, they fought in a draw for New Year's Eve. So uh, that's going on. So uh, that's our show this week. Uh, like I said, a lot going on this week. Wednesday night, Pro Box uh, on the Pro Box YouTube channel. Thursday night, we got a fight from New York on the Boxing Insider YouTube channel. John Ramirez fighting on the zone. Friday night on BXNG TV, I'll be behind the mic to watch Guillermo Rigondeaux take on Jesus Martinez. A lot of good Cuban prospects also on the card. I'm looking forward to getting down to uh, Hialeah, Florida for that. Saturday, we got the big Showtime triple header with uh, Jeremias Ponce taking on Subriel Matias for the vacant IBF 140-pound world championship. You know, Next week, uh, a Showtime fight's going on. And, you know, a lot of, lot of news. I mean, it's, it's that time where just after the new year, you know, things are – a little slow, and then things really start kicking into uh, uh, full gear. Next week, I'm telling you that about April 15th, Gervonta Davis against uh, Ryan Garcia. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the, that fight gets done, and they announce the fight very, very soon. Hopefully, maybe by the time some of you fans are even watching uh, this uh, this um, this podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us. I'd like to thank Danny Garcia and Dylan Price for joining uh, me earlier in the show, and uh, we'll have some more great guests next week on the Abrams Boxing Show. We'll talk to you then.